Oh, man, I am so excited. I may vomit. Hello and welcome to episode 66 of Friends Watching Friends. I'm Chrissy. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And today we are talking about season three, episode 18, the one with the hypnosis tape. You are a strong, confident woman who does not need to smoke. <laughs> you will make Joey a cheese sandwich. <laughs> uh, okay. Did he say too? You'll buy me a hun- or you'll buy him hundreds of dollars in pants. Yeah, yes. in pants. But I mean, I mean, I, I thought that was a weird request too. Also, I thought the cheese sandwich is a weird request because, like, out of all the requests, you want a cheese sandwich. Yeah, I used to eat those a lot when I was a kid, but not so much anymore. Cheese sandwiches are great. I mean, they're good. They're but good. Like, if I can have any request of toasted. any sandwich, it might be like into a grilled cheese. Give me like a prime prime rib dip sandwich. You know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Fair. Okay, we are back and consistent, so that we can actually do discussions from the last episode. Oh yeah! Look at us go! Boop 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 boop. Right. Yeah, so some we oh have yeah, quite a few today. So um, this is from the one without the ski trip. That was our last episode. Um, a lot of you guys, you know, came uh, came up and uh, made some comments. So we appreciate that. Um, okay, so Kristen Simmons, she says, I feel like so many people hate Ross. And yes, he does a lot of gross stuff. But he's just so funny. I don't hate him because his character is so hilarious, especially in later later seasons. Season 10, Ross, is one of the best parts of the entire series for me. He does suck sometimes, but I cannot hate him because he's so freaking funny to watch. I mean, I agree. And I think that's probably why I don't hate hate him. Cause I, like I, yeah. I still want I still wanna see, like, you know how he is in later seasons. I'm not ready to completely write him off as a terrible person, but right now he's definitely hateable. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I agree. I, I, he has, everyone has ups and downs in this show in real life. Like not everybody is perfect. No Mm -hmm. doubt. I think this is one of his lower, this is one of his low points here like we're seeing a low point here yeah that makes sense i just i don't know he was just not he was just not my favorite last episode yeah Mm-mm-mm-mm. yeah he, yeah yeah i mean i will wait until the end to give like a full rounded opinion but yeah currently bottom of the list yeah i mean like as of right now he's at a low point and i mean i get it like he he's in a low point of his life like True. Rachel and him just broke up. It's Rachel. He's mm-hmm. bumming. Like, he's upset. Low point in his life anyway. So, like, okay. But still, like, he was just... He was acting so petty. Like <laughs> He just was. Yeah, he really was. He also is quite at the beginning of this episode. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um. So, we had someone else comment on that comment. And she says that she agrees... 
Um, she said, I understand where Ross is coming from all the time, but does he have some evolving to do? Sure. But overall, I think he's sweet, romantic, empathetic, loyal, and flawed. Which is, I mean, I, I agree with all those things. I mean, I just, again, like, if you're analyzing these episodes that we are doing... It's different. Maybe, it's different. Like, because normally I would just be like, yeah, like, just watch them and, like, be entertained. But, like, now that I'm diving in, yeah, I've, I'm definitely picking, like, I'm picking him apart for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's like if, if you listen to mine and Kate's other podcasts, Swish and Flick, like, it's the same thing with those characters. And, like, honestly, some of the best characters are the ones that are super gray. The mm-hmm. ones that aren't always great or always really bad, like they feel more real that way, you know. I mean, Ross feels like a real person. He's gonna make mistakes. Everybody's gonna make mistakes. It is what it is. It's life. Yeah, <sighs> so. it is for sure. Um, so next one was from Lauren Gazzano. I think she's a new listener, by the way. Ooh, yes, welcome. Yes. Um, so she says that this episode is a great example of the reasons why I think Ross and Rachel are much more interesting when they are not a couple. They play off each other so well. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Um, they do. I think they have great chemistry romantically in the show and like not. They're they're funny when they're not a couple because they're like catty <laughs> and it yeah. adds a lot of humor to the episodes. that's true they do and i think it has a lot to do obviously but i'm just gonna say it because it's like an obvious fact but i think it's a big deal when the actor and the actress are good like they're good actors that can like do that play off each other good chemistry with each other like it works well and it's not forced like it doesn't seem like it did you see that um Oh my gosh, I'm blanking. What's the name of the guy who plays Ross? David Schwimmer. David Schwimmer. Okay. Mm-hmm. He is on one of those charity episodes of Great British Bake Off. I did see that. I like I need didn't to watch out how to watch it. Yeah, I can't well, like I didn't watch it obviously, but um yeah, I did hear that and I was like, "Oh, was it you guys who sent me that?" Probably. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, someone <laughs> sent I, me that cuz I love Great British Bake Off. Um so yeah, I I agree with that one for sure. Um, so the next one's from uh, Charmaine Waite or Watt. Sorry if I butchered your name. Apologies. Apologies. But um, she says that the biggest thing that bothers me with Ross and his quote, she has no right to be mad. We were on a break. Is that if we had it, had it been the other way and Rachel slept with Mark or anybody, Ross would be just as upset as she is, if not more. Otherwise, I do like this episode. Chandler dance. Chandler's dance cracks me up every time. <laughs> <laughs> look what you're doing, Chandler! <laughs> hey, look what I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we like, we've mentioned that I think before. Like, he would be horrendously angry if she were to pull that. Yeah. I mean, he was horrendously angry when there was nothing going on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, at her job. That's yes, right. I mean it's all Jelly like belly. Him, yeah, he was just jealous to an extreme of like showing up to her work, bringing the picnic basket, going like not taking her job seriously. Like he was like crazy, like weird, jealous. Yeah, he was super I mean, duper annoying in that. 
to the point where like she's completely right if it had been the other way around he would be just as upset Mm -hmm. and like he said because rachel says it during their like monstrous break like their talk she's like okay say i did sleep with him would you be able to forgive me and she and he was like uh yes and then she was like yeah right and he was like yes it would be like it would have been devastating to me but like it wouldn't let me like when i wouldn't want to be with you after that i that's probably true though the way he loves her i can maybe see that he might be like okay i might need time blah blah but like i still want to be with you because it's you but I don't think it would happen right away. Like, I think he would need quite a bit of time to, like, get through that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that he has a lot of um, double standards with... It's just... I, I feel I feel like that has come up, like, a couple times, you know, with him. And I just think that that's going to be... That's going to be uh, just part of who he is. Yeah. It's right. very much just he's going to be upset about something, but if the tables were turned, you know, or he's like mad someone's at whatever. I just feel like that's kind of going to be like a theme of just his character. Hey, there's a hypothesis. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I, but I mean like, like the other person commented, he's, she says that he's very sweet. Um, I'm sorry, what was the... Sweet, romantic, empathetic, loyal, and flawed. I mean, I do think he is all those things as well, especially throughout the rest of the series and, like, once he matures. I feel like I mentioned that last episode. He does mature and, like, grow. he grows up a little bit in the next few years, quote, quote, here. Yeah. Because it is, like, a 10-season thing. But, like, yeah, I do see him doing all those things. And I, and I still think now he's a sweet, romantic, empathetic guy. He's just letting his like emotions fly high here and he's not caring about what he looks like yeah to the outside but again we are overanalyzing these characters fyi yeah <laughs> so like it's yeah um okay anyways where are we at here guys molly yes so from molly brewer stacy um she <laughs> She quotes, she thinks that this episode should be called The One Where Ross and Rachel Are Big Babies. <laughs> um, but accurate. She, yeah, accurate. Um, she says, but in all, in all seriousness, um, I appreciate what, ep- what this episode sets up. They both have hit serious rock bottom. From here, it's time for them to grow and mature, and I think the payoff in later seasons is, is excellent. 100%. I'm excited to see the growth. Yeah. 100% because like right now I mean it's kind of like kind of spoilers but not really like right now they're like petty they're like nah, nah, nah. but they grow to like go back to being friends and they're supportive with each other and they're like this and that they're able to watch each other have other dates or people or dating other people and they're like genuinely supportive and, and good about it yeah I think it's gonna be like like I've said I know that they get back together, but I think that we're going to have a long stretch now of them not together. Um, and I'm kind of excited for that. I think they both need that time. Well, I think that because I, I don't know if I said this 
because it's been a while, but them getting together did feel very fast to me because like I know how many seasons there are, you know, so it's like there wasn't like there could have been more build up to them getting together instead. But at the same time, I understand because it's like, you know, they're trying to hook you in the early seasons to keep getting renewed, et cetera, et cetera. But it's like, I think it would have done well if they had continued the buildup, you know? Yeah, I can see that. Um, Kristen Simmons she says that I bet they don't play it on Nick at Night because of the smoking. That's interesting. I don't really think about that. But do yeah, they still do Nick at Night? They do. What? Uh, the last fact in the last episode, it was st- stated that this is like one of the only episodes that Nick at Night will not air. And we're like, oh, that's weird. But she thinks oh. it's right because of the smoking. Eh, I could see that. I wouldn't be surprised. Probably. I mean, that's not really a message to put out there, you know? So. I get it. Um, I think this is our last last one. This is from Lauren Gazzano. Again, she says, um, a fun fact. This is also not the only mention of the word play. And, oh, Phoebe says, Phoebe, do you have a plan? And then she just like, I don't even have a play. And this was from the George Stephanopoulos episode in season one. Oh yeah, my yeah. Gosh. <laughs> Call back. Yeah, yeah. That's true. I don't even have a play. It's funny. <laughs> I like that. Uh, but anyway, those are all the comments and discussion points we have today. Um, if you guys are, have no idea what we're talking about, if you join us on our Facebook page at Friends Watching Friends podcast group, right? Um, we yeah. throw out a discussion thread. And after every episode drop and you can put your comments or whatever else you want to talk about on during that thread and we will bring it up on the episode. So feel free. Any kind of comment or question or whatever. Yeah. And you get a little shout out on the pod. Whoop. Woohoo. So thanks everybody who did comment um, and didn't like want to just abandon us because we were gone for so long. Yes. <laughs> we, we super so pre- appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, I was just like amazed at how many people wanted us to come back. Like we got so many messages and um, like Instagram messages as well. So like, so it was super cool to be like, oh man, like people not only listen to us, but they want us to come back. What? It's very heartwarming. It is a good feeling. Thank you guys. I'm excited to continue this project. Heck yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, wh- what time is it? Are you are you singing <laughs> it? It's time for the Friends Fast 15. Ooh, that was like very 90s-ish. I try. I liked it. Ba-da-ba-ba-doop. Red so Robin. <laughs> Red Robin. <laughs> Friends Fast 15. <laughs> This episode has not been sponsored by Red Robin. <laughs> uh, but wish. if they'd like to give me a free cheeseburger, I'm not going to say no. <laughs> All right, Maggie, ready for this? Phil's ready to help me. Phil is here. He's ready. He's sniffing the microphone. Are you ready? Philly, are you ready? On your mark, get set, go. Uh, Frank comes back. He's getting married to his teacher. And Phoebe doesn't like that and asks for help from the friends to make it go not happen. (laughs) 
<laughs> that was good, man. Did you forget how to words? Yeah. Yeah. 14.75. I stopped at a good time. That included all of your uh, don't know what's going on. Oh, look. Phil wants to reply to Chrissy Rodriguez. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Hello. You know, that's fine. This is better than you barking. Yep. All right. Are you ready? No. Go. Uh, Kitty from that 70s show. And that's where I know her from. <laughs> and Pete. Oh, my God. And a uh, $20,000 check. And Italy. Nice. And happy. Happy. <laughs> happy from Iron Man. Not happy Gilmore. Not happy Gilmore. <laughs> Chrissy. Okay. Are you ready? Go. Oh, boy. <laughs> a mustard catastrophe and Moss 865 <laughs> and Rome and Lyra. It's not Lyra anymore. Um, And he wants to sleep in the laundry because it smells so good. Done. Ugh, that was so creepy. <laughs> we all did a really good job. That was pretty good. I feel like we always like inevitably like you're going to step on each other's toes because it's only 15 seconds and it's only like a 20 some minute show. Right. And, like, we're all going to, like, think of, like, not all the time, but, like, a main, like, points that happen. And yet, I think this time we all said something different. We did. For the first time, like, ever. Yeah. Well, that's the general rule that one of our listeners wanted us to do. Right. uh, Was, like, yeah, if you're new here, we're not supposed to repeat anything that the previous person said. It's hard. For the past 15. Yeah. It is very hard, and most of the time, we can't do it, (laughs) but we try. (laughs) So, round of applause for us, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Woo, yeah. (laughs) Poor Meg is on uh, Phil chasing duty, but she's here. Don't worry. I'm on squeaker duty. I'm trying to make sure that happens. (laughs) So, while we wrangle this puppy, uh, Chrissy, could you give us that synopsis? Oh, for Rizzle my nizzle. Uh, I got to bring it up here because I just I spew too much information half the time. Okay, so Phoebe's brother, Frank Jr., drops by um, and pays a visit visit to her and basically tells her that, yeah, I'm getting, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm getting married to my teacher, my home economics teacher, and he's 18. And Phoebe kind of freaks out about this because there's a definite age difference between the two. Um, so... She's excited at first, but then after she sees her, she's like, um, no. So, um, but like Frank and Alice, I can get into this later. Anyway, they mentioned that they want to have kids <laughs> right away and all this stuff. And Phoebe's like, he thinks it's, she thinks it's sick and she wants to talk to Frank, but doesn't want him to hate her. So she ends up asking Joey and Ross to talk to him about it. And they end up being, um, his best man and a ring bearer. <laughs> Um, because, you know, he like kind of tells them how he feels about her, how much and like how in love he is and all that stuff. Um, so she takes matters into her own hands and she chooses to talk to Alice about the problem and basically kind of breaks them up essentially. So Phoebe again talks to Frank and says that this is the best thing for you. And he gets upset that she would do such a thing, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then... Basically, long story short, Alice comes back to, like, explain the situation to Frank again, like, why they shouldn't be together. And, like, they have such chemistry and love that they just, like, fall into, like, a make-out session and just, like, (laughs) 
don't care what she has to say. And it's very clear that, okay, like these two are going to be together. Nothing you can really do about it. Um, so after then Monica is like upset that she's only been with two, you know, two guys within the past years, like Richard and Julio that if you remember Julio from the oh, restaurant. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. So she's asked out by a customer at the moon dance and his name is Pete. Um, Side note, I love fucking Pete, by the way. But Pete. Mm, Pete. I love Pete. Anyway, she's not really interested in him at all, but he kind of like persuades her in a way. He like <laughs> sends her or leaves a $20,000 tip at the restaurant as like a joke or whatever. But because apparently he's like a millionaire and made a, is an inventor of the software of computers. And stuff I would have like cashed that. that check so fast. Right. <laughs> I'm like, what? So she faces him and he's like, it's, you know, like, forget it. I like you. Will you just let me take you out to dinner? You know, whatever. So eventually she agrees and he picks her up for the date <laughs> and they go to Rome to get pizza. And it's just like ridiculous, but kind of cute and weird at the same time. But anyway, it doesn't fit with the time difference. I'm just saying that is a that is a fact I'm going to mention. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that's what's going on with Monica. Um, Chandler is smoking still, as we know from the last episode. Rachel can't stand it. So he or she gives him a hypnosis tape to like help him stop smoking. Um, but the hypnosis tape is like, I guess, meant for women because it says like, you're a strong, confident woman that doesn't need to smoke and blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> he ends up stopping smoking from it. But he notices that he's becoming, like... In touch with his feminine Yeah, side. he is. Like, he puts on, like, chapstick very... I don't know, like... No one <laughs> should put chapstick on like that. I mean, I agree. <laughs> he, like, blots it with a Kleenex. And that then, was like, <laughs> And then, Ooh. like, he puts a towel, like, all the way around his body... <laughs> And like a towel oh, on his I hair. I didn't even think about that. I was just <laughs> focused on the hair. The hair. It was yeah. all the way up. It was all the way up to his like armpits. <laughs> it was like covering oh. his chest. And yeah, he had like the towel around his hair and stuff. So like then eventually Joey figures it out. Like he wakes up in the middle of the night and like hears the tape and he's like, oh, like it makes sense. So he like goes back in and says like Joey like records himself. He's like, I want a cheese sandwich every day. Make your best friend a cheese sandwich and buy him hundreds of dollars worth of pants. And um, it's such a Joey recording. It is. It is a Joey recording. And then Chandler wakes up from that, and that that's the end of the episode. Why did I not realize <laughs> until this episode how big their entertainment system was? Same. <laughs> yeah. So Joey Joey builds it like way right. uh, in the past you guys should just like binge watch the first two seasons um but he, yeah he builds it but like he doesn't measure it out properly so it goes into half of their bedrooms doorways i should say hilarious i yeah i do remember that now <laughs> and kate is dealing with doggy duty Dude, like, he's usually fine, but he was so bad with Swish recording last night, and now he's being bad with this recording. <laughs> um. So, yeah, that's, that's uh, what's up with that? What's up with that? Who do we want to talk about first? What about Phoebe? Yeah, I feel like this episode is quite a bit out of character for her, if I'm being completely honest. I agree. I agree. 
And I, I really would love to hear from like the writers as to like why they decided that she was going to be against this when she is always just like so open-minded about everything. Why this? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, and I even mentioned it while we were watching the, yeah. the episode. I was like, I'm just, just like kind of weird for Phoebe because she doesn't seem like this would be a bothering thing because of the age difference. Even like with Monica and Richard, she didn't have a problem with it. Right. You know? Yeah. So I don't know if it's like a... Because it's more personal. A personal, like trying to protect his, her brother about it. If it's something like that. Right. I mean, I guess that's the literally the only explanation. But even then, I'm still surprised. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of like I can maybe see it for like Joey for one of his sisters. Maybe he could be. Yeah, like, he would for be sure. Like that or like, I don't know. But or I like Ross caring about Monica. Yeah. Even Ross was like, eh, like kind of taken back by it when she was dating Richard. But like he wasn't like. I'm not yeah. gonna. I'm gonna break them up. Uh, you know, or maybe it's his his age because he's so young. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it is. But no, that is a big difference. Actually, no, it's not his age because he in the beginning she's like, "Oh, you're getting married! Yay!" So, yeah, but then it becomes about his age whenever she realizes how old his fiance is. Yes, precisely. <sighs> it um, do, it doesn't fit her character for me. It seems just kind of random, but you know. Yeah, I I think so too. I'm I'd be out of all of them, I'm like really shocked that she has this much of an issue with it to the point of like breaking them up. Like right? I feel like going behind his back and like having it and then like directing her what she's going to say mm-hmm. to him, like that just absolutely does not feel like Phoebe. It's that's just so weird. I feel like Phoebe's like she's like the hippie of the group, right? Like yeah. the more love the better. Totally. Yeah. I I mean, I I find it to be a little weird, like just a little off. Yeah. I mean, I kind of like sounds weird. I don't like it, but I kind of like it in the fact of like a sibling thing, like it's kind of cute. That she's just trying to protect him, maybe? That's like if that's like the whole idea behind it. If that's the case, like okay, I guess, but I don't know. He seems fucking happy. He really does. Right. Especially when I love this ep- like the scene where like Ross and Joey are talking to him and he's so like like he talks them into having love like that, and then Joey's like right. I want it. I don't think I could have it. And he's like, no, man, like, it's out there. I got it. I got it. Yeah. And he's like, well, you hold on to it. You lucky (laughs) bastard. And it's like, (laughs) it's like, okay, like, this kid is not fucking around. He's not like, yeah, she's cool. He's legit, like, like, he's, like, in love with her. And it's really cute. And the way he says, like, you know, being with her is so much, like, better than, like, not being with her. But, like... Yeah, okay, it's not exactly poetry, but you feel it. I know what he's saying. Like, I know what he's talking about. Yep. Yep. Yeah, totally. I'm on Frank's side. Yeah, I mean, like, he, yeah, he's young. I, I get that. I, like, understand that. But he's not, he's not a bait. Like, he's an adult, you know? Like, he is an adult. The conversation should have been, 
I don't really know if you should have kids right now, but if you want to explore this relationship. <laughs> or like, but also, does she even know how long they've been together? She knows genuinely nothing about the relationship other than they're yeah. getting married and this is the age difference. That's true. That is true. So it's like you, she doesn't even care to find out how long they have been together and like what their relationship looks like, et cetera, et cetera, which again, still just feels incredibly out of place for me. Yeah, you're right. It just doesn't make sense. Yo, Martha Kaufman, email me <laughs> your thoughts. That's her name, right? Marta. But close oh, enough. Marta. <laughs> I was going to say Marta and I was like, no, it's Martha. I mean, you just added enough. one letter. It's pretty close. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, that's just me. I guess we can go into Frank. We can talk about Frank. Yeah. Frank makes me laugh so hard. And also like the way and Chrissy said this during while we were watching it, like the way that him and Phoebe interact, because like, I don't know, they have the same genes where they just like view the world differently. So when he's like, do you want to meet her? Like his fiance. And she's like, do I? And he's like, do you? <laughs> <laughs> and like, she just like keeps going with it. <laughs> it's a normal conversation for them. Yeah. So it's acted funny. so well. Yeah. 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 Giovanni, what is the last name? Ribbon, ribbon something. <laughs> Ribisi. I'm sorry. Cause he, yeah. He did a phenomenal job with being Frank. Like, he really did. He's so funny. I mean, he's just, like, the weirdest kid, but then, like, you kind of like him, and, like, he still kind of make like, he still makes sense, but he's just, like, a little weird. Like, Ross said it, too. He's like, you're young, you're weird. Chicks dig that. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, like, a weird dude, but you know what? Like, especially being Phoebe's sibling, of course he's a little... A little Different. weird. He's a little weird, you know, like yeah, yeah, and it work just works well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I, I just mentioned this, but I love the scene where he's talking to Ross and Joey. I love so it. So good. Yeah. It turns like so fast, and it's amazing. It like also doesn't feel unrealistic. No, it doesn't. Like, the way that they acted it and the way that they flowed that whole thing, like it genuinely feels. Like, he was really just that convincing that quick to them. Mm -hmm. And they were okay with that. Mm -hmm. They are like, yeah. Well, I mean, he made points that were, like, valid points. Like, how do you argue with that? Right. And yeah. he was like, you know, Ross said, like, I had it with Rachel. And he's like, well, and you slept with someone else. Like, how'd that make things better? And he's like, it didn't. Like, <laughs> it didn't make anything better. And he was like, okay. And then Ross is like, I had that, and I was, I was, it ruined it. I screwed it up, and, <laughs> and it's just like the conversation was just like on point, and like Joey especially was just like, well, I want it. Maybe I can't have it. There's something wrong with me. And he's like, No, man, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> and like they hug, and like he's, he's his best man. Like what? It's so, so great, so great. I just love that. Um, that scene was just funny as hell. And then Phoebe being like, what? You're Frank's best man. I'm the ring bearer. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
Oh boy. Um, but like, yeah. Oh, what, what about Alice? What do we think about her? First of all, I think it's really interesting as a Harry Potter fan to have a couple be named Frank and Alice because that's Neville's parents' names. Hmm. So that's funny. It just like rings nice to me. Um, I don't know much about her, but I I kind of like her. I think currently she like she seems genuine. That's what I was gonna say. She seems like a like she genuinely does love Frank and like sees a future for them and like doesn't want any of it to be weird because of the age thing. She just like seems to be real. I don't know. I like her. Yeah, I don't get any like red flags from her at all. You know, like okay, yeah, it's a little like the age difference thing is what's different is always different whatever but like you know she knows what she wants she got what like she went after what she wants they both agreed they talked about it they want kids right away like it just okay it's like what they decided yeah i yeah i don't i don't see any red flags with her at all i mean is it a little sus that she started to date one of her seniors Sure, a little bit out, you know, a little bit off, if you will. We'll we'll say unconventional. Yes, very much so. I mean, I'm not really for the whole teacher-student thing. I'm not, you know, not uh, not not usually a good thing. But I think one of our high school teachers dated a student or like got married to a student. I think you're right. It was that science teacher. I think you're right. I don't want to like say names on <laughs> right. thing, but <laughs> I think you're correct. After no. they, like after she graduated, I think they started dating, and then they eventually got married. Your guys' school also had another little problem with a teacher. We surely did. <laughs> yeah, we did. Good times. All right, just be know. a nice, uh, just be a good human, huh? Yeah, exactly. Just, just not. Don't fuck things up. Uh, anyway. So that's that. What else? Who else we got here? How about Monica and Pete and Pete? Yeah, we can talk about them together. I do. So I think that we mentioned this before we came back that like we did binge the rest of season three. Um, and I. But re- it was like literally like over was, a year ago. It was a very long time ago. Um, but. I do really remember loving Pete and I don't remember how long this lasts or whatever, but I hope it lasts a little bit. He's so funny. He's so nice. He's, he's happy from Iron Man. (laughs) He's the creator of Elf. He's the creator of the Mandalorian. Bye, buddy. I hope you find your dad. Thanks, Mr. Nowal. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever watched that show on Netflix about the making of Elf? Yes, I have. So it's so good. It is so good. I want to say that I enjoy that Monica immediately was like, I don't care that he's rich. I'm not just going to like go out with him to go out with him. Yes. And it's not until like they have a conversation together. And then she agrees to go out. And again, like, she's still not convinced. Like, she's just, like, going to go. But it's not anything to do with his money. Like, that doesn't impress her, which I think is good because it should be the person. Yeah, I agree. I was actually going to mention that exactly the same thing. Like, yeah, she doesn't... 
And like Rachel's like, you should go out with him. He's a millionaire. And she's like, yeah, he doesn't do anything for me. Like he's, I don't know, just as of right now, he, I don't feel it. Like I don't feel anything for him. Monica's a good egg. I really like Monica. I do too. I really, really, really like her. She's probably my Agreed. favorite out of the girls. She's also like the most relatable to me, I think. I just really like her. I dig her. I like her too. She deserves happiness. Yeah. She better find it with Pete. Teddy. Yeah, I mean, I'm the people that follow, like, do the um, talks on Instagram with me every so often. They already know my feelings about Pete. I love, I love Pete. I love Pete. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just because it's John Favaro or how the fuck you say his name. I don't know if it's just because him and I just love him or like, obviously the character is all great but like he's so sweet like he's genuinely like falling like is like falling for monica yeah like he's genuine about his feelings towards her and he just wants a chance yeah and like he doesn't he's not douchey he's not like misogynistic he's not like doesn't make the money talk for him like he's like a genuine like and he like went to a diner for lunch I was just gonna say <laughs> he's this dude that could be going anywhere and he's still just like enjoying things that anybody else would enjoy. Yeah. Slice of cheesecake. Right? And a date if you're giving him out. <laughs> I like I do like what Ross <laughs> what Ross said about what he would do if he had that much money. He's like, Oh, I would <laughs> put it in the bank and live off the interest. Just reminds me so much of my dad. That's what my dad would say, too. My my husband, Matt, would say the same thing. <laughs> and I know he's listening because he's going to listen to this episode. <laughs> I think that you would do that, dear. Yep. Um, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I probably would do something similar in the fact that, like, yeah, okay, you don't know what tomorrow would bring. But, like, I probably would like to, like, do s- a little something. Uh, some fun things. Do a, a half fun, and half, yeah. you know? Put you some know? away, but also give yourself a treat. Okay, this is just a fun question. If you guys came into the money that Pete has, what would be one splurge thing that you would do? I would go to, I would do one big vacation that was all the Disney parks around the world. Oh, that's a good one. I have like two. I, I need to like find one. I, I would love to. I mean, to you tr- could say two. I would love to like have a big trip like that, like travel for like a a while like be able to travel the places i haven't been or whatever i would travel for like a whole year yeah yeah I would, like travel <laughs> and like you know whatever and eat all the food and whatever but number two would be like i want to buy like a a however way you want to do a subscription or whatever to like a nice fucking spa and be able to go <laughs> in the spa and get massages when i want and like and like go in the sauna when I want, like a relaxation thing like that. Cause yeah. I just I love I love massages, man. You know what you could do? You could build a, a spa in your home. Yeah. The business center that. is right next to the hammam spa. <laughs> oh my god. As Stevie would say on Shits Creek. Stevie Bud. Oh, I um, fucking love Stevie. I would definitely do like a whole year of travel. Yeah. And yeah. I would I would highlight like my like my top five highlights on the trip would be train rides through Europe. Ooh. 
like through the Alps into Italy, mm. like all those kinds of places. Um, a river cruise through Germany. Very nice. Tokyo. Uh, Bora Bora. I would just do the thing with the over the water cabin things. Oh I'd want to yeah. do that. Oh my God. Yeah. And um, New Zealand. Oh, good one. Yeah. I would do really have I to think about it. Like, sit down he, oh, and think about oh, it. Oh, Phil has broken off a spider leg from his Aragog. Yep. More like Aragon. <sighs> but he's being... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then, honestly, um, it would feel really good to just eliminate all my student debt. <laughs> yeah, that would honestly just be, like, a big old treat. Uh, How about a trip to the Australia Zoo? I know we said like oh one thing. Oh my god! Yes. I know, like all these things. I gotta, oh like, my god! Think about all the. So basically, I'm spending all my money. <laughs> you can't take it with you. I mean, you can't. The only thing that like thing is like, you know, like that that episode on Grey's Anatomy of that old man talking to Doctor Sloan, and he wants like a penis pump. Yes. Okay. Well, he was like. This is my money, and so how I want to spend it. But then he was like, he was like, my wife saved all our money for what she called a rainy day, and she died before we could spend one cent. And like that sticks with me. Like he's right. Like we always yeah. save the money for a rainy day, which is a good thing. Don't get me wrong. Like you, should, you know, save your money. Like I, you don't know what could happen. Your car could break down, or you know X Y Z. But eventually, you're gonna become old, and what are you gonna do with that money? Yeah, you can't you take it with you. It. I've been trying to live... Were you going to say something? No. I've been trying to live that way, but like on a smaller scale instead of like money-wise. Like, for example, burn the nice candles that you bought. Yeah. Um, like, I would not wear certain t-shirts because I was like, well, I want to like wear that if I'm like going somewhere. And now I'm just like, well, what if I don't go somewhere all week and then I don't end up wearing these t-shirts ever? And then why do I have them? Or like, wh- like a certain outfit or something. It's like, wear, wear the thing. Use the thing. Wear the thing that makes you feel good. Do the thing that makes you feel good. Yeah. Cook that meal that you always wanted to cook. Yeah. Taste the food you always wanted to taste. Do it. As Phil Rosenthal would say, just taste it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it. that it took him to, to persuade you to do that <laughs> when I've been trying to persuade you since I've known you but whatever had a Phil Rosenthal for the last <laughs> how many years I did after we went and saw Phil Rosenthal live and he said that he's like is that all I had to say <laughs> was just try it <laughs> he just like annoying <laughs> i can't remember like what the lead up was it was basically like you know every bit of advice in my entire life it all boils down to two words try it and i was like shoot i should have tried that s cargo that chrissy ordered i guess you could always spit it out like <laughs> you know i don't know you know i guess that just means that we have to go back okay Okay. What about seafood? Are you going to end up trying that one day? I So I have tried quite a bit of seafood. Girl. But not all of it. But I have tried some. And it all just has the same taste to me. It has this it. fishy taste. You shouldn't. Like, forget like the salmon and the crab right. and that crap. Try like a perch. 
I guess. Because it, to it's me, fri- it get doesn't the fried, have... Get the fried perch. Get the fried fish. <laughs> I could try, like, the fish and chips at the UK Pavilion in England. I mean, in Epcot. I mean, if you're going to go try fucking crab and shit, we're going to go try thing. We're going to fucking pickle bills for that shit. That's where we're going. Where's that? That's by the lake in, uh, in like, by Menor out there. Okay. We're going there for that kind of shit. Right, Matt? Eh? Eh? Pickle bills? Eh? Eh? Okay, moving on. He's probably rolling his eyes right now. Who are we talking about? Pete. Pete, yeah. Right? <laughs> Pete and how so, he has money. Yeah. Yes. So love fucking love fucking love Pete. I just do. Don't look at all he just inspired. Yeah. He did. Uh, you're right. All right, who's I've, next? Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, the last thing I'm gonna say is I've always uh, we me and Katie have like really tried to shift our focus over the past couple of years of like spending our money on experiences instead of things. Cause I just feel like I'm drowning in things sometimes. And um, that has just been like such a good philosophy to live by. It's helped a lot. We we were just talking about that, like spend money on stuff experiences more than like things or whatever. But we bought. When I so- said stuff, that's what I meant. I didn't I mean actual things. I I just realized as I said that I was like, no, that's not what you were trying to say. But yeah, sorry. <laughs> You're fine. Well, we bought so many concert tickets for this coming summer matt just bought one more last night <laughs> who now uh so <laughs> did he give in on weezer yeah we got weezer tickets <laughs> yes we got offspring some 41 oh! and simple plan <gasps> Wait, <gasps> what? when are they coming i think it's august jump on that shit i'm looking up right now do it you can continue he, but i'm looking it no, up right on, now oh my god because i was so bummed because they're playing at epcot and it was like All the best show. All three of these bitches are fucking coming to town in August, I think awesome. he said. Pull trigger on that, man. Did yeah. you just get like... We got lawn seats. Lawn? Yeah. Oh, hold on. It's the Offspring, Sum 41, and Sybil Plan together? Yeah, all together. They're all going to be there. How much is... It's high school. That's what I said. I was like, oh, <laughs> just taking me back. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's not bad. I'm just saying, jump on that shit. Because yeah. we're going to like eight concerts this summer, literally. I love that for you guys. We, we like, anyone who doesn't know, we love, con- like, we love music and concerts. That's like one of the, th- we don't have much in common. Matt and I don't have much in common. Well, the thing that we do have in common for, for real hardcore, we like music and concerts. That's, we love it. I mean, we have a couple things in common. We like to play some video games now and stuff. No one cares. Anyway. I care. <laughs> um, what else? Who are we missing? Um, hold on. Let me pull up. Chandler, I guess. Yeah, Chandler. Chandler is listening to a motivational tape to stop smoking, and he gets in touch with his feminine side. And for a moment, I, w- I was like, should I be upset about this? Because I don't want anything to poke fun at women in a negative way. But then I decided, no, it's like, I think it's genuinely just like fun and funny and it doesn't bother me. The Chandler yeah. thing? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what it actually kind of like made me think of though? Is uh, every, uh, okay, well, for, I don't know if this has just been a focus on my social media because we lived in Florida and all of like the laws and stuff that are being passed in Florida, but 
it did it did briefly make me think of those memes that I've been seeing of like drag has been a joke to you for so long and like drag has been uh you know entertainment for you for how many years but like now you're banning it everywhere and it was kind of like one of those moments where I was like another moment where a man's acting like a woman and it's a joke and it's funny and everybody loved it but now we can't have drag performances anywhere because you know the children yeah whatever yeah, I mean, it's a good point. It's a good... Because it is funny. Like, I think they were trying to make it as playful as possible for the TV. Yeah, I think they did a good job of that, too. Yeah. Because it was just, like, silly things. Like, the towel thing. Like, that's... <laughs> so like did good. you notice it was all the way I up? Did. I, I wondered did. why it looked odd. <laughs> so odd. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, it's just the towel on his head. But then once you said that, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> well played. <laughs> Um, but like the little things they did to like get you to notice what was going on. The one on. thing I wanted to just like smack him for was how he threw the keys. I was like, "Come on, we can throw keys better than that." Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I can catch them, but I could throw them. Right? Same. Yeah, I can throw, not catch. <laughs> and I can throw. Not so sure about aim, <laughs> but right, I can so. get them far. They may not. They may not go towards your hands. But they're gonna go further than Chandler through them. Yeah, I agreed. I feel we, like if we he know wanted, how to toss them underhand to Chandler, I was gonna be. I was just gonna say that like he should have <laughs> tossed under <laughs> underhand if he was gonna do that. Like whatever. Um, and I also want to mention that at first when Rachel gives him the tape, he's kind of like eh about it. Like he doesn't like say yes or no to it. He's kind of like indifferent about it. But then later on, he does actually take it serious he puts it on and he does it and it's like chandler nice like he doesn't blow it off he's like taking it seriously i think he likes the fact that rachel's worried about him i think that in in like a sense of thing like all right like let me just give this a try it is shitty for my health like these friends are just trying to look out for me and she like goes out of her way to be like i'm tired of seeing you like this let's i'm gonna try and help you and he like takes the help i like yeah. liked seeing that him just like all right i'm gonna try that i like him doing that on top of the other friends being like me 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 too you know like he didn't give into the peer pressure he gave it a shot yeah yeah he did and he was like all right like the patch doesn't seem to be working and all this and like when he put the box on his arm and was like oh it didn't work yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah yeah it's like all right cool man um but no he i like that and it and it freaking worked too actually mm-hmm. he's like oh i haven't smoked all day i'm feeling good i'm feeling great. great that blouse is great by the way <laughs> <laughs> that is a stunning blouse um i guess joey didn't really have much of a of a like thing in here he was just like side my favorite thing about joey in this is at the very end, and it's bef- right before he records the tape for Chandler, and it's him realizing what Chandler's listening to, and that little Joey smile he gets on his face is like maybe one of my favorite things about him. It's just <laughs> like so mischievous and like, yeah, you know, like <laughs> some best friend him. stuff's gonna go down. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, um, and of course, I like I mentioned it twice already. I love the conversation with him and Frank, so like that was a good one. 
Um, Ross, we didn't really touch on him much. Um, He's kind of, well, okay. Did a really petty thing in the beginning. And Rachel's like, I didn't want foam. He scoops it out with his friggin' fingers. Sick. That was disgusting. And if I was Rachel, I would have thrown the rest of the drink in his face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like... I don't even know what to say. I don't know what to say. Because, Mm -hmm. like, would he have done that if it was Joey's or Monica's coffee? I I mean, I don't know. That's the thing where I'm like, I don't know if he would have done that if it was anybody else's drink. If Monica was like, oh, I didn't want cinnamon on this. Because they did it, like, what's it? So Rachel did something similar-ish to Monica when she ordered a latte or whatever. And she said, oh, there's no room for milk. And then Rachel like took a big sip of it. She's like, okay, here you go. Now there is. <laughs> and, you know, whatever. So like they fuck around with people's like with their drinks. But like the way he did it was just like, like he scooped his whole hand in her drink it to pull disgusting. it out. Like, I, like now I probably wouldn't do this to Kate because I know she'd be like <laughs> grossed out with it. But I might do it with Meg, like the whole milk thing. I'd be like, here you go. <laughs> There's room for milk now. <laughs> <laughs> or something like to be silly but to scoop but out you knew he was being petty yeah he was like sorry silly. and like reached in to take it out like if you didn't want cinnamon on it i'd be like sorry like go take it up with them i don't know yeah. i didn't make it <laughs> like take it out yourself scoop it out i don't know but yeah he just reached in and grabbed it um who else we got here guys uh frank and alice we got already we got um pete i guess rachel but she really had a super minimal role it was basically just her encouraging monica to go out with pete yeah (laughs) Yeah. i'm pretty sure that's really all it it was her and joey were kind of in the back seat this episode yeah um just definitely side characters but again i liked how they are up still a part of the episode no matter what like if they have a big thing or not they still have some lines yippity yip (laughs) i thought you said yippity yip and i was like yippity yak don't Don't talk talk back back. (laughs) (laughs) uh do we want to go to thoughts and rankings sure sure hey phil what up but oh hi hello hi he's like oh hey i got this toy here (laughs) i see the toy isn't that cool? It's a lemur. I chewed its tail off. I'm going to say for oh, this episode, I'm just going. Um, I enjoyed it. I think it's like another middle ground episode. Not because I didn't enjoy it or anything, but just I don't know, that's how I'm feeling. However, extra down. points for like the acting especially in this one the way that phoebe and frank interacted with each other that scene with frank and then ross and joey and then also like frank jr's this big goofball and yet like i could feel his pain when he was like that upset about being broken up with from pretty Alice. much the worst yeah. one, worst day since i've been alive <laughs> that and it's like so sad but so funny yeah. it's terrible <laughs> it is though like it's like oh shit he's fucking i don't know yeah. it should be funny but like <laughs> yeah i know uh, so how was your day 
the, probably the worst since I've been alive. <laughs> I'm going to try to remember that just to say it to make myself feel better about a bad day. Um, so I'm going to give it uh, 6.208. All right. Very nice, very nice, very nice. Megan, you want to go? Yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing. Like, it's it's a middle ground episode, but I kind of push it a little bit above middle um, because of the acting, and I think the storyline was really good, even though, like, the one ding for it for me would be, like, how out of character Phoebe was. So I was kind of thinking, like, a 7.012. I considered a seven. Did you? Yeah. But instead you went all the way down to 6.2? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, in one hand, I feel that this, this episode is like a filler, kind of, but we had some like big episodes in the in, like the past few. So, like, okay, like, we're due for a filler. But, like, at the same time, I don't because I really like Pete and like you, we introduced Pete here. So like that's a plus for me. And like, I really do like Frank. Like he brightens the episode up. He like, he makes you laugh. Like him and Phoebe are just like, all right. Like they're just, I don't know. They work well together. They make, it makes sense that they're siblings and he brings such emotion to yeah. the episode it's like damn all kinds of emotion yeah it's like <laughs> love who you want to love and then with pete it's like live your best life yeah <laughs> so like we get a lot, of, a lot of good feels in this one but then like i still find it to be like i like it it's all right but like i don't know i have to really think about it to be I don't, if that makes any sense i don't know what i'm trying to say got but. a lot of episodes to go through you know yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so I like it for those two reasons. But other than that, and it's just like fine. Like the Chandler one part was like, yeah, it's comedic relief for him, you know. Um, and it helps finish up that smoking again thing. Yeah. You know, like we get closure from that. But anyway, I'm probably going to give it, probably like the rest of you guys said, like a little bit more than a middle ground. So maybe like a 6.872. Cool. I'm not even going to look at the stats because that's just, it's not going to show up anywhere with the middle ground (laughs) uh, rating. So it's not that like I hate, like I don't really care for it. It's just, I don't know. Well, I mean, I I think that we're kind of getting to the point now that we're like almost done with season three. Like we have enough episodes under our belt where like the good ones really stick out and the bad ones really stick out. So if you don't feel one way or the other about it, it's just it's not saying it's not good. It's just, you know. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's not going to make your top ten and that's okay. you know. And, like, we're definitely due for, like, an episode like that where, because, like, we had the break episode a couple episodes ago. Yeah. We had, like, the actual, like, the ski trip I don't think was that phenomenal phenomenal of an episode, but I liked how they, like, showed what they're like now. I feel like that episode was really just, like, the fallout episode Mm -hmm. of what happened. 
you know? It's like, oh, just another reminder of where, of like what happened and what it means to the friends. Yeah, but I kind of liked knowing where they were at. Yeah. Because like when that when that episode ended, the break episode ended, it was just like, yeah, okay, Ross, like Rachel broke up with Ross. And she fell asleep on the couch, and that's it. Like, we don't know anything else after that. Yeah. So it's like, are they cool? Are they not talking? Are they talking? What's up? Like, because she was pretty fucking mad. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. But, like, she was fucking... uh, So, like, how long is this going to take to, like, you know, bring it back? And, like, after you saw that one, you're like, maybe take a little bit. And they're still a little bit petty. Like, yeah, they're, like, they're becoming civilized-ish, whatever, because I think they the realize... The thing. <laughs> yeah. I think they realize that, like, okay, yeah, like, Phoebe had a point there. We want to still hang out with everybody. Like, we just have to try and deal. Yeah. And whatever. And, like, so... But they're still kind of petty right now. They're not perfect. I think they'll get there, though. Yeah, for sure. Just definitely will take time. That's for sure. Uh, but anyway, yeah, what's that's up? You were not impressed with the facts of this episode, but I still want to hear them. I mean, there's like a few, but there's really not, there's not much. I get my facts off the fandom and like sometimes they're pretty, like they're decent. And other times uh, there's like stupid ones like, oh, this is the f- you know, second time we see Frank. It's like, oh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I know that. I don't know. It's like weird ones. But anyway. Um, oh, there's a quick quote here. I'm just going to mention it because I thought it was funny. Uh, when Joey was like, come on, think about it. You're 18. She's 44. When you're 36, <laughs> she's going to be 88. And then <laughs> and then Frank's like, you don't think I know that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, I love that one. Um, anyway, so... Let's see here. The scene where Monica and Pete are in Rome marks the first time a location outside of the United States is seen. Again, not a fantastic fact, but okay. Um, I'm sorry, can you say that again? Yeah, it says the scene where Monica and Pete are in Rome marks the first time a location outside of the U.S. is seen. Oh. First time. Um, This is kind of an interesting one, I guess. When Frank Jr. is sitting down in front of the TV in Phoebe's apartment... Before she comes in with Alice, he's watching an episode of Davy and Goliath. It's a stop-motion Christian-themed children's show from the creator of Gumby. <laughs> it also looks like it looks like it could have been the same people who, um, obviously, I don't know if they did this because you just said it's Gumby, but like it kind of looks like those Christmas stop an- stop motion. It did. Motion it did look like one of movies. those, like Rudolph. Yeah, and- Rudolph, Frosty. Um, actually, no, not Frosty. Rudolph. And the Santa and Claus is coming out of town. Yeah, yeah, I think Frosty is one of them, isn't it? Maybe. Maybe. The um. one that I would always watch was like cartoon. Oh, yeah, the cartoon for us. Um, but also, that dude's going to burn his retinas out sitting yeah, that close to the like TV. on top of that TV, man. He was just, I don't know. Yeah. Having a rough day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, damn it. Lost where I was at. Sorry. So okay. Um, 
uh, Deborah Jo Rupp is um, the lady who played uh, Alice. She said it's uh, she re- appeared in All My Children, the series Gunther claimed to have appeared in as Bryce. Um, if you remember that, he like mentioned it to Joey back when Joey got uh, fired off of Days of Our, Days of Our Lives. Oh, Gunther okay. said he's like, oh, I used to be Bryce in All My Children. Um, but anyway, so yeah, she she appeared on All My Children. And she also co-starred with Lisa Kudrow in 1997, a film called Clock Watchers. Hmm. And as we know, she was like one of the main of that 70s show, of course. So good. And so now good. that 90s show. Yeah, right? now that 90s show, which I refuse to watch, by the way. We watched a couple. That's a little funny. We I watched it until like, well, pretty much we watched like maybe the first two episodes. And I feel like eventually, like, the main cast isn't going to be, like, as a part of it. And, like, those are the people I care about. It just reminds me of, like, a Disney, and not in a bad way, but, like, a Disney yeah. channel acting for the kids. Uh, you know, does Friends use a laugh track? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Do they? Because mm-hmm. I was going to say, I don't know what it is, but, like, most shows that have a laugh track just annoy the fuck out of me. Yeah, Friends does. Yeah. No, I don't know that. why. I guess maybe they do it well. But like oh, my mom loves the Big Bang Theory. And I am so sorry to anybody that likes that show, but I fucking hate it. <laughs> I hate it. I will say 90s shows with a laugh track and maybe it's just because I grew up with them. They don't bother me. But yeah, I also don't super care for the Big Bang Theory. But like I like Friends. I like Frasier. Mom is always trying Seinfeld. to get me to watch it. And I'm like, Mom, I've tried. I hate it. And she's like, oh, really? I'm like, yes. I cannot stand it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't mind. But it's, you know, if you're a listener of Swish, you know I have a list of undesirables. If anybody wants to tell Vinny to add <laughs> Big Bang Theory to it, you can let him know. <laughs> uh, all of our listeners keep a, a running list of all the things that I hate. It's surprisingly long. Yeah, I don't know. I just am opinionated. I can't help it. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. Yeah, That's add Big Bang Theory and just all things Sheldon. Like uh, I find him to be annoying. Oh I, I find him to be way too much. I think they did him way too much. I hate Penny, too. I, Sorry. I mean, that I don't, I don't really, that doesn't bother me. She doesn't bother me. But yeah, he does. He's just way too much of, yeah, of that. I just I do not like Sheldon. I just don't like that show. Um, it's the laugh track for me. <laughs> uh, okay, there's another one here. Bill Clinton was mentioned in this episode, and he was the president of the United States at the time this episode aired, which we probably already know that. Um, shocking, shocking. Um, the music which plays when Monica and Pete are in Rome is "That's Amore" by Dean Martin, but I feel like everybody that knows "That's Amore." All right. Um, Rachel mentions the TV series Walker, Texas Ranger. This series originally ran on CBS from April 1993 to May 2001. Yippers. I feel like my dad liked that show. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. No. Maybe. Yeah. I never watched any of them, actually. Um, there's a couple goofs here. When Pete goes to switch off the third screen in his office. The screen goes off before he presses the button. The button, but I mean, whatever. Um, and then when Monica leaves the apartment and everyone is watching, 
You can see the stage lights on the ceiling in shots from Pete's viewpoint. I didn't huh. look, so I don't mm. like no. I'm sure it's there though. Um, and then this one, which you already mentioned, but like Italy is six hours ahead of Easter Standard Time. So if Pete picked up Monica at dinner time at like five five o'clock, and the flight to Italy took eleven hours, which it doesn't from New York, it doesn't take eleven hours. It takes no eight, like eight. So whatever. But anyway, um, it would have been 10 a.m. the next day when they were eating at the absolute earliest, not including the time it would take to get to the airport onto the flight. However, the shot of Italy shows a dark sky, and Pete is wearing the same clothes as they as when they did leave Monica's apartment. And she also just like randomly has converted cash in her bag. Yeah, she like pulls it out of her wallet. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, like what? Okay, so, so you yeah, did that at the airport. I feel like that was that was really that was like a bit too much yeah like i'm trying to like he could have taken her to i don't know like they they're in new york he could have taken her anywhere hugely special in new york like go to john's pizza on bleaker street seriously that's all you need he's trying to impress her right so like why did they go to like the marble room or like whatever that place is called in new york like the fancy marble room right there's a marble room i don't know there's one in cleveland i'm thinking of but Rainbow not, room? Not fancy Rainbow enough. room. Or like one of those fancy fancy. I'm just telling places. them to go to the hole in the wall pizza place in Greenwich Village. I mean, like, <laughs> if you're gonna yeah. get pizza, get go get good pizza. But like he clearly wanted to impress her, which okay, great, fine. But like if you have the money to do so, even like sweet. But like she you guys live in New York, so like New York is great. And like not saying Italy is not, because fuck, that was awesome. But like it wouldn't have <laughs> it wouldn't have made sense. But truly, New York has amazing food. Yeah, they do. For that reason. can be incredibly impressive. Right. Um, so, yeah, that, like, mentioned it. I also didn't mention here, um, where are we at, that this is season three, episode 18. It's the 66th episode of Friends altogether so far, which is actually awesome because we're on episode 66 of our podcast. Woo! Um, so the air date was March 13th, 1997. We're almost at that time because it's what, March 22nd? Yep. So sweet. Um, it was written by Seth Curland and it was directed by Robbie Benson. FYI. Did and you have, I found a fact on IMDb. Tell me. Marta Kaufman is the voice on the hypnosis tape. Oh, cool. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a really good one. That's cool. Yeah. Katie's yelling at me because I went on IMDb, but I specifically went to the page for this episode. All right. All right. Actually, that's a good idea. I should look up IMDb. That's where I would get a lot of um, Disney friends. movie facts. <laughs> Not friends. Yeah. <laughs> Disney. Grown up kids. Um, Meg already came up with a hypothesis, so that was cool. Yeah. Um, do we think Frank and Alice stay together? I don't remember. I'm going to give a hopeful yes for now. No. Uh, But they're so happy. I don't think that they're going to last. But are they going to, are they going to actually get married? Do you think they'll run away and elope? Oh, yeah. Chrissy's just being silent over there. Can't say shit. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, man. Well. Would you like to do the social spiel? Yeah, you go ahead. No, I said, would you like to do the social <laughs> spiel? I'll mess it up. No, you won't. Yeah, I will. Because, no. you know, there's like, is it pod? Is it podcast? Pretty sure it's pod. Yeah, I'm getting a nod off mic. Okay, cool. So, if you want to follow <laughs> us <laughs> on Facebook, we uh, you can find us at Friends Watching Friends Podcast, obviously. And there's also a group, and that's where we post our discussions from each episode. So, please, please, please go ahead and comment on there. You'll get a little shout out, and it gives us more to talk about. We the like group is spoiler free. Yes, group is spoiler free. Um, one of my favorite things about podcasting is getting right here three different opinions but also the opinions of anybody else that wants to contribute i love that yeah um you could also follow us on instagram at friends watching friends pod that one is spoiler allowed because chrissy's the only one who has access to it so if you want to talk to her about some silly things we hypothesized or said or don't know about go for it I why feel not kind of i feel kind of blasphemous that like I literally, I don't even follow that Instagram page. Because, <laughs> I know because I don't want to accidentally watch a story. Right. So. Right. One day we'll follow it. Yeah, one day. Um, and you can also email us at friendswatchingfriendspod at gmail dot com if you want to. I don't know. Send us any questions, comments, concerns, fun things. Yeah. Yeah. Well. We want to go get some coffee? Hell yeah. yeah. You know who doesn't need coffee? Fillmore. Oh, he's sleeping finally. Yeah, because we're done. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 Okay, now what I just heard? Blah, 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 blah. This is the loudest department right now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll agree. Um, I don't know if there's anything else about Ross. Not really. Look at his, his inside ear. out ear. <laughs> to quote another sitcom, flip your ear. Flip your dog's ear. Seinfeld. Actually, I was going to guess that. Why the fuck aren't you writing, you asshole? <laughs> yeah, now you fucking write it, bitch. <laughs> God. Uh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Season what? Three? Yeah. Episode 18. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Now? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah. Mm.